Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, in addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, and most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about a game from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for coming back or checking us out for the first time this week, episode 29. A newcomer to the podcast, my buddy Patrick, is in the house, and we talk about Battletoads and Battle Maniacs for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. I do believe it went to the Sega later, but... Everyone I knew played it on the Super Nintendo. Uh, that music, man, holy fuck. This game, for my money, might be the only 16-bit era game with better tunes than Mega Man X, the Mega Man X series. Like, I, the music is so fucking good. Just listening to that. This is one of those games that, like, I have played a million times. I've never finished it. We'll get more into it in a minute in the podcast. It's Battletoads. Even if you've never played a Battletoads, if you know anything about retro gaming, you know that they're notoriously hard. I don't think I know anyone that's ever finished a Battletoads game, at least not without Game Genie or Game Shark or Codes or something. But um, 
It's awesome. And that fucking music. I have two more killer tracks from this song queued up to come up later in the podcast, too. So even if you guys don't like the sound of my voice, you're in for a real treat. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you have not checked it out yet, we you guys know this is the part where I ramble for a few minutes before I get to the, to the game. Uh, we launched a website about a week and a half ago, rememberthegamepodcast.com, and seeing some some traction. Thank you guys so much. If you're looking for any old episodes of the episode, or any old episodes of the episode, any old episodes of the podcast, they're all there, all with breakdowns of what that game's about. Uh, you can search by console. You can search for a specific title. It's pretty neat. Uh, I do plan on starting to put some retro gaming-centric blogs up there as well. I haven't yet. It's just been a busy week with my life outside of the podcast, but I will. Uh, so thanks a lot. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Member the Game, just like Remember the Game, but without the R and E at the front. And you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Remember the Game. Uh, so check us out. That's kind of neat. If you want, uh, we follow back anyone that follows us. Uh, love to love to have you guys. Uh, and as you know, I've been trying to read reviews and things like that that people have been leaving me. And uh, actually, this week the review slash comment is going to come from Instagram. And it's cool because like the first few that I read are really nice, but they're from people I know. You know, they're buddies of mine from outside. A couple of them have actually been guests on the podcast. Uh, I got one from someone that I don't know. And I just really thought that was cool that someone that I have no uh, relationship with whatsoever took the time to just reach out and say something nice. So this is uh, on Instagram. And uh, I'm sorry if I fuck up your name like I'm probably about to do. Uh, It's Bakuryu the Mole. B-A-K-U-R-Y-U the Mole. Uh, sent me a message just on one of my posts and just said, uh, your podcast is great. I've been listening to some of the episodes this week on Stitcher. Keep up the good work and keep them coming. So thank you so much, uh, man or girl. Um, I really, really appreciate that. Uh, give them a follow, follow back. Let's have a nice little community here where we're all friends. And uh, if you like the show, I'd really appreciate it. Leave me a review or a comment somewhere. Or even if you hate the show, I'll read them. I don't care. Just like leave me some, but don't give it a bad review. Give it a good review on like iTunes and stuff, but you can leave a bad comment. I'll read that. Um, traffic is still up, man. I mentioned it last week that uh, our traffic has been going up and we're still maintaining. We're at just under 100% uh, increase over the past two weeks of downloads, which is awesome to me. Uh, and last week I said that we were around 600 downloads over the last month. And now we're just on the tails of 800 downloads over the last month. Um, not enough to sell a giant sponsorships, but enough that it's really motivational to me and really wants me to keep, uh, encourages me to keep going. Um, so I know I say it literally every episode, a half a dozen times, but thank you all so much for listening and sharing and all the stuff that you guys do. It really, really appreciate it. And I'm glad that everyone else is having as much fun, uh, listening to it as I am. If you're new to the podcast, this is episode 29. We've got some great old episodes. Check them out. You, uh, there'll be something there for everybody. And I have some really cool episodes coming up. There's no shortage of, uh, of games to talk about. The show, the show isn't going anywhere fucking anytime soon. So thanks a lot, you guys. Uh, as far as what I have been playing over the last seven days since the last time I talked to you guys, I have played pretty much exclusively Mother 3. Uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, a buddy of mine hooked up with a copy, uh, hooked me up with a copy of Mother Three for the Game Boy Advance and a Game Boy Advance SP uh, to uh, for my birthday as a late birthday present. And it is the English translated version. I know it's not official and legal and stuff like that. Uh, Nintendo, give us the game, and I will buy it. I promise. Uh, I'm adoring it. I'm ad- I'm about 25 hours in. No spoilers whatsoever. Uh, just telling you that I love it. And as someone that uh, would easily put Earthbound in probably my 10 favorite games of all time, this one's going toe-to-toe with it so far. Um, 
again, I, I, I do want to do an episode on it at a little later point, so I won't get into details, but I, there's a couple of gameplay mechanics or characters, I should say, not mechanics, uh, a couple of characters in it. Um, and a couple of like, they touch on a couple of social issues, I guess you'd say social classes. Uh, there's a little sexuality and things like that in it. And maybe I, I'm starting to wonder if this is why we haven't seen a Western release in the English version of this game. I wonder if Nintendo is just a little bit concerned with the backlash they would see in it over 20 in, in 2019. And I don't think they're doing anything wrong. They're not going out to offend anybody or hurt anybody, but I could see how, especially in today's society, some people might, uh, get a little bit bent out of shape over it, but it's available online. If you are an earthbound fan, now that I've, I've, I have, I intend on finishing it before next week's episode, uh, 1 trillion percent recommended. It's really good. It's, I can't tell you how fun it is to hear some of the old music and run into some of the old bad guys and and the smash attacks and the U1 graphic with those funky backgrounds and battles and the rolling hit point counters and it's it's like it's like an old friend but with a new coat of paint and I'm really enjoying it. So uh to my friend that gave me it uh again thank you so much man. One of the coolest gifts I've ever received and uh if you're an Earthbound fan ladies and gentlemen check it out. That's enough. That's enough rambling, I think. We're going to get to this week's episode of the podcast. Like I mentioned off the top, this week we're talking Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. It originally came out in North America in June of 1993. This is one of those games I never owned as a kid, but would rent all the time. I had friends that owned it. I know my buddy, uh, my friends, uh, two of my childhood buddies, uh, Daniel and Rob, are probably listening to this if you are. I remember playing this. Daniel, I remember playing this game at your house infinite times. We used to go to the park and play Battletoads. Um... I never really had a great connection or uh, I don't have a long relationship with the original NES version, but the SNES of Battletoads, but the Super Nintendo one is awesome and it's hard as hell. I've never beaten it. I probably never will, but, uh, I was really jacked to talk about this week, uh, to talk, to talk about the game this week on the podcast. I'm all all over the place here. Uh, like I said, newcomer to the show, uh, buddy of mine, Patrick is in the house. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. They can't all be Chrono Triggers or Tony Hawk's Battletoads is awesome, but they're, I guess they've got their own little niche legacy in the video game world. So I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. If anything, you are going to hear some absolutely incredible music from back in the day. So with that said, cue the music. It should be on right now. And I am going to shut the hell up and get to a conversation with Patrick about uh, Zits, Rash, Pimple, and Battletoads and Battle Maniacs on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Check it out, guys. Here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If 
If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey buddy, let's get this thing going. Uh, Patrick McGrath, welcome back. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We, today we are going to dip into, uh, I, I don't know how popular this game is going to be as far as people being like, oh yeah, I played that as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you right now, man, this is probably in my 10 favorite games from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, and that is Battletoads in Battle Maniacs for Super yeah. Nintendo. Uh, did you play the like? Did you play the original NES Battletoads yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I played Battletoads and then the Battletoads Double Dragon. Sure, I was gonna ask about yeah, that one too. Yeah. And and they're both okay. They're they set the base for what this game became. I agreed. Yeah, and like really like when you play the Super Nintendo one, it, it like at times it really is just an HD remake of the original. Yeah, like the levels are very yeah, similar. They, they kept a lot of the same stuff. Even I have um, both of the Game Boy versions as well. And it's the same stuff. It's the same. Like, they keep basically the same thing over and over. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically what it is. But this is absolutely the definitive version. Yeah, like, and I, so, I agree. First and foremost, uh, these games are hard as fuck. Uh, yeah. These games are notorious <laughs> for how hard they are, which, yeah. like... Because I, yeah. I, I really enjoy hard games. Like, mm-hmm. I get irritated when the controls are bad, and that's why I'm dying. Yeah. But if a game is just designed well, but it's hard, I, I like, those are my favorite. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from my love of this game. Yeah. Like, did I, you... I agree. I've never finished this game. I have not. No, no? I haven't. I, I watched I watched the ending, but I realized I had not beaten it. It's It's... It's borderline it's impossible. Yeah. And keeping in mind that like that was back in the day with those safe states and stuff, right? So yeah. I mean, nowadays, like I have it on my SNES Classic. I hacked. Yeah. I haven't played it since I, I put it on there. Yeah. I'm tempted to give it another shot with save states. Yeah. But uh oh, the game's vicious. It is. It's rough. Yeah. But but you know what? And I think maybe people would argue with me on this. I don't feel it's rough in a cheap way. No. You know? No. Like it's you can you can learn to to beat the system on it. That's it. With an it's the epitome of practice makes perfect. Yeah. Is one of those it's, games. It's a mixture of like beat 'em up and then timing based reaction mm-hmm. stuff. So it uh uh so the last the other the other episode you and I have recorded today was Earthworm Jim. And uh I feel like this this game and Earthworm Jim have a lot of similarities in the sense of like I the the graphics in both are beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, like it's... The I mean, sprites are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Battletoad, like, I feel like playing the... Because I never played the NES version till mm-hmm. I played this one. Right. And then I went back and played the NES one. And I'm like, I can see what they were trying to do with the NES one. Yeah. But this one looks so much better. Yeah. Uh, they they really, like, ramped up the the kind of the 90s aspect of it in, in like, when you're when you're fighting guys and you get to the last hit and they, they 
um, exaggerate the hit. So I if it's like a headbutt, it's that. the giant set of ram horns yeah. or the giant boot or the big hammer fist yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they had those in the in the the first couple, but not as exaggerated no, as, as they, they were. Like literally, like so so. Uh, and I, I looked this up to make sure I got their names all right. As I knew, I knew it was Pimple Zitz and Rash. Yeah, but I didn't I couldn't remember who was who. So right. Zitz is the one that gets kidnapped in this one. Yeah, and it's that Battle Toads Battle Toads one hundred one is one of the three of them gets kidnapped, yeah, and then yeah. the other two have to go save yeah. them. They're a terrible team. Really. Yeah. Uh, so this time you get to play as Pimple or Rash. Pimple is this big jacked monster of a guy, yeah. and then Rash is the little. And you know what? I was a little. I mean, I, I it's easy to say now in hindsight, like the game's twenty some years old. I, I thought it would have been cool if Pimple had really played as a bigger, slower, less hits to kill right, guy, yeah. and Rash was quicker. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that said, they basically they play, play the, the same. same. They have know? different. Um, end hit animations yeah but that's about it that's about it yeah. but like and like you said those animations are so rad like with pimple when he goes for his final hit on a guy he does that headbutt yeah and like he gets these two like this set of like ram horns yeah. that literally fill like three quarters of the yeah. screen it's like almost bigger than the character is yeah, yeah. and like it's satisfying yeah. to land that yeah. big hit at the end you yeah, know even those big boot kicks that you do are great. yeah, and, yeah. when you Kicking like guys when they're down and then yeah. boot a guy yeah. it's a very satisfying way to kill it it's not like i mean like turtles in time is the definitive beat em up absolutely I not agree. just on the snes but probably ever yeah, I, like, yeah it's the greatest arcade game of all time fucking rights come at us i don't care <laughs> um but that said like there's no big over the top and like when you kill a guy you just hit him a few it's, times yeah. he falls over he yeah. blows up this one there it is really i really enjoy killing bad like, guys you know you're game. done with an enemy yeah yeah, yeah yeah um and likewise when they hit you like those fuck in that first world because that first world's like that hell world mm-hmm. um and those fucking the big like the dark pigs yeah that come in and jump on you yeah and when they, and they land on you they you flatten like you yeah. and kill like three quarters yeah. of your health it's vicious uh but it's you know what it doesn't bother because i'm like that's fair play yeah. i'm like if i can hit you with these giant bullhorns yeah. and kill you i should have been can... able to get away from that right yeah. and and i feel like that's one of the cool aspects about battle toads is it like you said it really does teach you like Honestly, I, I bet you if you've never played it and you turned it on, you're not beating the first level. No. You, you won't make and it. And as a kid, I pretty much didn't. You know, like, between how unforgiving the health, like, how how enemies take, how much health enemies take, and um, the one complaint I have about the controls is there's a little bit of um, kind of a gliding movement to the yeah. move, and it causes you to jump fall off the map a lot. Yeah. And they're and very it, unforgiving. It's just, like, oh, dead, dead. I, and I, you I, can do it over and over. You could waste an entire continue just, like, Three times off the same when they introduce those little bridges and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can get you can get uh, fucked real those easy. Those bridges where the fire comes along and destroys yeah, it, and you're yeah. fucked. Like, yeah, and there's a guy waiting for you at the end. Yeah, yeah, to <laughs> knock you back. And you're right, it's brutally yeah, unforgiving. Yeah. Almost like it sucks you in yeah. if you're near. Even just fighting that first like giant pig boss is hard enough. Yeah, dude, but I love that giant pig yeah. boss. So like, so that first world, like, I love the skeleton villains because I think they yeah, look rad. Yeah, the pigs are cool. They just start pain in the ass. Those big ones. Um, but then, then the the final boss of the first level, or the boss of the first level is this like humongous rock pig. Yeah. And what I love about fighting that boss is as you're hitting him, rocks, rocks are, falling are falling off, off of him. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's such a, again, the polish, you know yeah. what I mean? And then when you finally beat him, he explodes and mm-hmm. then the rock head is just laying there, the pig. <laughs> I think that's rad, but yeah. you're right. This, it is the epitome of like trial, like practice and practice. Yeah. Cause I'll, like, I'll, I'm straight up i'll admit it like i played this game so much as a kid like i was at a point where i could beat that first level though dying yeah. once no problem yeah like, just cruise through because yeah. i knew where every bad guy was i knew where to stand as they were going to come mm-hmm. into the map remember there was the parts where the the two doors would come up in the background yeah and then the key was to stand exactly in the middle yeah and then as two pigs would walk out of each door 
you'd hit attack and, and you would you'd do the, do the, the dual double. punch and yeah. like get rid of yeah. both of them at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And the key the key to that game is uh defense is the best offense. Yeah. You need to know how to avoid attacks because yeah. you're right. They are so unforgiving with how much and be prepared, they take. be prepared for the environmental damage. In that first level alone, there's parts where the the map just opens up and it's yeah. just it'll you'll just fall into it. It's it's cheap. Yeah. Like if you don't know it's <laughs> yeah. there, it's yeah. cheap. But like once you know it's there, it's so yeah. easy to avoid. Um I love that first level. This is another one of those games I fucking adore the music in. Yeah. You know, and that wow, that fucking first level is is I love the graphics. It's like you're in hell. Yeah. You're literally playing in yeah. hell. I I think. Uh but it's perfect. So then Yeah, so what you're what you're doing, what the story is is um Professor T Bird has created like a <laughs> virtual world that you can enter and and fight in and stuff. Yeah. And as he's explaining that it's like some sort of pig grim reaper comes through the screen and steals. It's uh, like a, it's I, so the way I understood it from looking into it is it is the uh, like the corporation that was financing this fucking portal that yeah. T Bird is building. Yeah, it's his daughter. That's right, the yeah. owner of the yeah. corporation's daughter or something. Yeah. So then, and then she gets taken, and then Zitz, right? It's Zitz. Zitz. Yeah. yeah. He just runs after her and gets captured instantly. Like, yeah. Without a fight. Way to fight. Way to be zits. <laughs> so then Pimple and Rash... Are left to deal with it. Are left to go yeah. save. And you know what? Something else, too, is these games um, are, I, I, at least in my opinion, infinitely easier alone. Like Battletoads, I feel like Battletoads is not designed to play two player. Yeah, with fun... with the with the yeah with the the environmental damage and stuff, I find like the camera really needs to be stuck on one person. Yeah. They're fun to play, and this is like the memories I have were playing with my friend. Sure, um, but it is much easier to play by yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. if you want to play a two player, go have a good time. But if you want to try to beat it, which you won't, then, and this then, is one of those then... games I never understood this like with Double Dragon and these these like side scrolling beat 'em ups is they have the option to do like two player with friendly fire like team damage Ugh. and that, that it makes the game impossible. It like is, there's no I mean it's realistic, it but I mean who's choosing that over <laughs> like the no, game's hard enough as yeah, it is. Yeah, unless you're a sick fuck. Yeah. Or you want to fight each other. I yeah, guess. I guess. Uh, a pair of brothers and your parents tell you to settle it on Battle. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and I can't remember if Battle Maniacs was like this, but I know in the original NES one, if a player ran out of lives, then you had to continue and start over. But then the second player only had the lives they had left. And so like, say you and I were playing two player and, mm-hmm. you, and, you, and I got game overed and you had one life left. Now we have to restart, but now you only have one life. Oh, I don't think so. I know the NES one was like that. It I, made I feel me like insane. I feel like they pool lives though. If you die early, I think you can take lives from my character I to keep so. coming back. It doesn't. Don't play a two player. Play yeah. alone. <laughs> um, the only thing, uh, single player. I wish you had the ability to switch between Pimple and Rash. Too. You don't. You just get defaulted to Pimple. Yeah, I don't know why it wouldn't let you. Because I like yeah. Rash better. I just think he looks cooler. Yeah, and see, I always thought Pimple looked cooler, so it was really easy for me and my friend. He liked Rash. I liked Pimple, sure. so it was uh, much easier. But another game. This is a game that like you could draw all the characters, which was awesome. Yeah, me, yeah. yeah absolutely. And I did. Yeah. It was so like. Battle to- and we'll get back to the whole game in a second. Battletoads is fucking weird because Battletoads is like it's it's so blatantly a Ninja Turtle ripoff. Yeah. Right? Like we so the Ninja Turtles are these giant fucking mutated turtles that do karate. And the Battletoads, they never really explain the origin. I don't know the origin Not of Battletoads. Yeah. But basically the Battletoads are these fucking giant toads that do fighting and like, <laughs> like there's like they're, they're, they're playing, there's like, three instead of four right <laughs> and i don't understand and, and the games are are good they're they're ridiculously difficult mm-hmm. i don't get how battletoads has 
stood the test of time. Like a new Battletoads game hasn't come out forever, but they got they got released in um they were released in a game not long ago. They were like a like a additional character of something on one of the systems. Really? Yeah, and now it's fucking I'm gonna have to look it up while mm-hmm. we talk. Um but but there was like a there was a game that came out and on each of the three like on PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo, each game had a different character added to it. It wasn't Mortal Kombat? I don't think so. Okay. Um and it's so weird that like they haven't had a game forever. Or maybe a Soul Calibur or something. And the, see, I wanted for some reason my gut is saying um Shovel Knight. Oh, uh, okay. But uh sorry guy, I know this isn't great podcasting, but uh, I'll get uh <laughs> so, apparently some 4chan users began prank calling GameStop and yeah do you, do you not know about this no oh my god so this is what? this adds to like a whole another layer of why i love this franchise so outside of like playing this as a kid um there became this thing and i'm not entirely certain on the origin of it i know it was a 4chan thing where people would call GameStops and they would ask for battle toads and and uh and they would just like record the uh, reactions and actually when i was in high school i worked at an eb games and one of the things we we had to do as part of this like store training is we had to call other stores in canada and kind of quiz the people as if you're a customer and score them on it and so what i would do is i just fuck around on it and i would just continually call people and ask for battle toads and this was before i think it had really hit a lot of like like a lot of people didn't know what i was doing so they'd right. be searching for this game that does not exist but there's this whole like if you if you get into Battletoads, there's this whole thing about this uh, calling and asking for Battletoads. That's uh, hilarious. Yes, yeah. it became. Uh, I think people were claiming there was one coming up for the Wii, if I remember correctly, at one time. <laughs> uh, yeah, really stupid, but uh, just it was a really funny thing to like bring life back to that franchise it, for a minute. It's so weird. So just uh, I found it. It was Shovel Knight. So uh, each each version of Shovel Knight on a different system had a bonus boss encounter, and on the Xbox One and PC versions, it was it was a battle tone. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and then I guess one of the, Rash was also added to Killer Instinct on the Xbox. One. That's what it was, yeah. Killer so Instinct. That's cool. Yeah. And apparently they have a new game coming out next year or this yeah in twenty nineteen. But we'll battle totes apparently on Windows and Xbox One. This is not a four chan prank. <laughs> I don't know. Microsoft announced a new game that will feature three player. We'll see cool the franchise hasn't done a lot no but it's still for some reason it's it's the epitome of a cult classic franchise in video games right like everyone that played battletoads likes it for some reason yeah and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's because the ripping off turtles i think so for sure you know like you know it's these giant anthropomorphic they just look cool toads right and and there was so many of these things back then like there was like i mean we talked about earthworm jim there was Mm -hmm. the battle toads there was fucking the samurai Samurai pizza pizza cats there was the biker mice from mars remember like just all these stupid animals that are fucking fighting and shit but battle toads is the one that kind of this show is sponsored by better help podcasting is a weird job because i talk to you nerds all the time every day i tell you all about my life the good and the bad the ugly I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. 
I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a better help therapist about this stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game stuck yeah you know and so so when you get back to the game it's like i said with the first level you're in the fucking lava thing you fight the pigs and it's cool and then in the second level much like the first game you're getting lowered through this giant yeah. tree which are my least favorite levels me too yeah um basically you're getting lowered through this giant tree on these like i don't even know what like call repelling it. down to, yeah yeah i don't on know like a platform yeah. basically and uh and you're trying to avoid like hornets and yeah. there's these weird like snake snake skull sk- things skull yeah. things that are in this fucking tree and there's spikes yeah. everywhere yeah. and you're getting and like what oh yeah and there's fucking the guys with the fans that blow you into <laughs> yeah, the spikes, into the spikes yeah. so it, and it's so hard yeah. because yeah. you have to because you said and and you mentioned it earlier slippy is a good way to put it the controls are so fucking slippy yeah it's like always being in a nice level mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so you're getting lowered through this tree and these and these spikes are on one half of the level and there's these giant rats with fans on the other half that's right blowing you toward the spikes so you need to be tapping the button to move close enough to the rats without yeah. touching them yeah and you right. also can't touch yeah. the spikes and then instantly the fan won't be blowing you anymore and if you don't let go of the directional pad that second you will shoot yourself into the spikes on the other side yeah ah yeah <laughs> so fucking hard yeah. yeah and then at the end of the level you have to steer them through these spikes and the game goes it's very tight yeah motors yeah and you basically you have to know the route off by heart yeah. or you'll die yeah like you have to yeah. that's my girlfriend and she's like you fucking nerds I'm like we're totally we're talking battle toads do what yeah, there she goes. Uh, <laughs> not interested. Um, so that level is hard. Yeah. Um, but again, cool animations. They add the stuff like the giant fist. Like you can swing at guys with the giant fist yeah, and hit them yeah. and stuff. Like I did like you could uh, you could grab onto the side level and kick that little uh, platform. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. That I forgot move made that. it really easy to deal with a lot of guys. That was so rad. Yeah. You could grab the wall, the one one side of the tree and kick your platform to the other side. Yeah. That's an innovative attack. Yeah. Like that's, that's really That was the cool. best way to deal with those weird like neck stretching skull guys yeah yeah because if you got close it was cheap in the collision yeah. you couldn't tell how they were hitting you but they yeah. were hitting you over and over yeah. and over again um so you get through the tree and then you get to play the bonus level which yeah. i fucking loved yeah. as a kid yeah it reminded me it was again like they pretty much a lot of this was i felt just ripped from like turtles in time so you have like the 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 sideways kind of surfing type level it was yeah it very felt very much like the the sewer surfing levels it was but yeah. instead of instead of making sense <laughs> and surfing yeah. through a sewer you're on a checker yeah sliding across a giant Bo- chessboard getting bowling pins getting bowling pins yeah. and it makes no sense no. whatsoever but mm-hmm. uh i i like honestly i would have loved it if they had put in like an option where you could just play the bonus level for like mm-hmm. a high score because it yeah. was i really enjoy playing yeah. the, the that um, and I think that has to go with the story. Like the only explanation for that is like you're in this virtual game world. Because mm-hmm. even like uh, Professor T Bird will be like, "Now it's time to get some lives," and you're like playing the the bonus yeah, level or yeah. whatever. And that's cool. I like that too. How T Bird talks to you between levels yeah. and stuff like that. Just that one animation from typing on yeah, a computer. But he'll be like, "All right, Toads, let's go." Blah blah blah. It yeah. gives you a little pep talk, you yeah. know. So, so you do the bonus level where you can't die, 
and you get lives, which are an absolute godsend. Yeah. And you need them because the next level is like arguably I, the worst are these, part of the franchise. Are the speed bike levels every in game battle toads? They have to be. If you made a list of the ten most infamous levels in the history of video games, the Battletoad speed bike levels would have be on that list. They have Beyond to be frustrating, right? Yeah. They yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah. Now, uh, this is one of my proudest gaming achievements. I have beat the speed bike yeah. levels. I think uh, this is about as far as I get. This is as far as everybody. Yeah. Like the amount of repetition it takes yeah. to like. So it starts out pretty basic, you yeah. know. It's um honestly at the early going, the only thing that's hard about the speed bike levels is those fucking parts where you have to hit the ramp mm-hmm. and bounce over the brains or whatever the yeah. fuck it is in the bottom. Yeah. And it's really hard to tell if you've hit the ramp just yeah. right. And then the only way to make the jump is to push your bike all the way to the front of the screen. Yeah. And so you fucking, you push your, and because the screen's moving on its own, you have to push yourself right up against the front of the screen. And then as soon as you land, peel it back. Peel it back. Because otherwise you don't know what's coming. The next thing is coming up. Yeah. The next wall is coming. Or Yeah. So those to me are, are for the first three quarters of the level, the hardest part yeah. are those fucking speed. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> then there's also one part where you go off a ramp. You push yourself up to the front of the stage, but then there's going to be another ramp. Yeah. And if you're right up against the front of the stage, you'll overshoot it and die. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's nothing more than repetition. It's all it is. It's like learning to play a guitar. You have to learn where everything's going to be. One thing, when I look back at this game critically, like when I first thought about it, I was like, that's just like a perfect game. Like it's so great. And then as I kind of look back and started looking at some of the levels, Really, the first level is is like the best part of the game, where it's like that side scrolling beat 'em up, and yeah. the rest is just these like from the down coming from the top down or these speed bike levels that are so fucking aggravating. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it um so like okay so like so you do the fucking speed bikes, and then what eventually happens is they start blinking, telling you like, hey, there's walls coming up here, up yeah. there, and and when they first start, they're really slow. It's perfect. It's classic video games where we're going to start you out by introducing it. And you'll see what's coming. But then it gets to the point where, like, literally, it's fucking up, down, up, it's down, up, down, up, down. You're just constantly and moving. You're yeah. literally just rocking your thumb back yeah. and forth on the D-pad. Yeah. And you have to stay basically dead center mm-hmm. or you'll die. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stupid. But if you do beat it, then the next level is you ride these giant snakes. <laughs> uh, and and, it's, and it, you're right. Like, it, it, it's because I love this game. Yeah. And I'm going to give it a good review because I love it. Yeah. Uh, it is kind of frustrating because when you think of playing Battletoads, like to me, the coolest part is beating up bad guys. Mm-hmm. You're these two badass toads with these and giant there's, kill There's animations. not that much of it in the game. There really isn't. Like it the first level. a lot of these reactionary yeah. type get through, dodge everything. It's like, and I have no problem with level variety and throwing mm-hmm. things in, mm-hmm. but it, it gets to the point where you're like, okay, I just want to fight some bad guys. Yeah. You know? Like, and that's what I that's what I was saying, like thinking back critically on the game. Yeah. It really is a beat up for only a small portion of it. Yeah, I never thought of that until yeah. you said it. And then I'm like, yeah, because the first level is nothing but beat em up. Yeah. Second level, you're beating up, but you're on these platforms on a yeah. scrolling level. It, it, it kind of like degrades into less and less of a beat em up. Yeah. Because even as you get... Like to the snake, there's as far as I remember, no fighting in that snake part. It's just, no. it's just dodging. It's just like um, it reminds me of uh, those later levels in Super Mario World where you're like sitting on something yeah. and you got to like jump over like those lava levels or like it, later on the castle levels. It's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Like the moving brick platforms. Exactly. Yeah. Like, except that it's it's these fucking giant snakes <laughs> that come from everywhere. Spike balls. And there's spike balls everywhere, and there's spikes all on the bottom yeah. of the floor. And the key is to jump from snake to snake, grab the holds of the snake as they're going up to ride them up and everything. But you basically have to know where every spike ball is. Yeah, so like you end up going from one wall to the other. They go in and out of these holes. And then 
as the one snake is kind of nearing the end, you kind of start to panic, but you got to you got to understand either the snake's going to come up from the bottom or above you. Yeah. And you got to try and grab onto it yeah. or drop down onto it. And it's, it's insane. And that's where the panic sets in is, yeah, because the snake you're on is about to disappear and you don't yeah. know where the next thing is to yeah. go. And like, honestly, it hits a point where like the snake you're on will shoot into the wall going left and then you have to jump. At the very last second, yeah, yeah. To, to the next one above you, yeah. or suddenly one will shoot out below you. Yeah, but if you didn't jump at the last second, you've already fallen and died. Like it. Yeah, and then there'll be some parts where it'll just be fast snakes, like yeah. like way faster than it should be. It uh, <laughs> it's honestly because the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, fuck this game. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's it's fun, and it's just you're right. Like I never thought of it that way, yeah. but you're right. It it becomes less and less of a beat. Even, up a, even as you get. get to the the final boss. It's just another one of those coming from the down, uh, top going down, but it's just a, it's just a get past everything. You're just going through the the slots, falling through the floor, yeah, um, until the you get to the boss, and that's when you fight. But it, so this gets back to the point I was making earlier. I don't understand because, and I fought, and I'm guilty of this. I'm in the camp. I don't get why this game is the cult like this series. Yeah, is the cult classic with the following that it is because yeah, they're. I don't they're, know. The characters aren't memorable. They're stupid. Like I they like really them, aren't. Yeah, but they're stupid. One, it's just like what sets any of them apart is like a slight palette swap, and then one of them has sunglasses. Yeah, zits, <laughs> zits, pimple, and rash. Yeah. Uh, they're from that classic '90s gross out. Yeah, edgy gross out yeah. humor. The controls are are decent. The animation is great. The mm-hmm. graphics, the animation, the are great. sprites are fantastic. Yeah, music yeah. is amongst my favorite mm-hmm. on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But the game isn't that good, and so it's like yeah. it's not. So I'm yeah. like, why do we all love it so yeah. much? I, I don't know get what it. it is. I don't know what it is. And the thing is, is like I'll ask you. Uh, I know personally, I don't know a single retro gamer that hates Battletoads. No, not that I can I can think of either. Like everybody either remembers it as being like, yeah, it's the hardest shit game, but they they think fondly of it. And, uh, and and that's how I always felt. But then I think if you go back with a critical eye, you realize like it's not. It's really good in the beginning, but it's it's not overall a very great game. No, it's got some faults. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I love but it doesn't it. stop me from loving it as much as I ever did. No, me neither. Yeah, you know, I feel like maybe part of it too is like from that era, you know, and I've mentioned it on here before. There were games that like you got what you got. You got what you got for Christmas yeah. or for your birthday or whatever, and that was all you really had, other than mm-hmm. what you rented, right? And so, like, when I think of, like, like one of the games I owned as a kid that I played the shit out of was The Simpsons versus the Space... Bart versus the Space Mutants yeah. on the NES. And that's and a hard game. It, yeah, it is. And, and I've beaten that game. Yeah. Uh, and I'm proud of that. But I'm like, it's not a good game it's at not, all. No. I just... No. That was what I owned. Even, like, Bart's Nightmare is a tough game. And it's, like... Very tough. I remember playing that a lot. It was a game I rented a lot. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was what you had to play. Yeah. So you played it. And I feel like that with Battletoads, I'm like... If I bought that game today, if I never played Battle Maniacs and then they released it on fucking Switch or something and I paid 10 bucks for it and bought it, uh, I'd probably play it for a few hours and be like, this is fucking stupid. It really banks on being hard because on a playthrough where you don't die, it can be done in like half an hour. Sure. And the thing is, is like games today have figured out how to be hard, but fair. Yeah. You know, like one of my favorite games of this gen is Celeste. Uh, mm-hmm. I adore that game, and that game is designed to kill you yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. But it's okay because it's not cheap the way they do it. You're like, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Whereas Battletoads is just 
it's cheap. cheap. It's yeah. cheap. It's yeah. some, <laughs> I don't want to say bad game design because I don't necessarily think no. the design is bad. It's just cheap. It's, it's just, all repetition. It's just un, unforgiving. It's just pattern. It's it's pattern control. It's just learning those patterns yeah, over is. and over. But it tricks you in the start. You're like, this is going to be a beat-em-up. Because the other two Battletoads, Battletoads and Battletoads Double Dragon, are just straight beat-em-up. Yeah. They just, it's either that like three-quarter aerial kind of view where you get... Um, to choose between the battle toads and just beating the shit out of things, and they had like weapons and stuff, and I think it drew a little bit more off the Double Dragon um, uh, kind of feel and, and franchise, and then they expanded into this other thing where they tried to expand on the ideas that they had before with the speed bikes and yeah. whatnot. But it just doesn't. Uh, I always thought of the game as being like a side-scrolling beat 'em up, just on the same level as like Turtles. And me it, too. It really isn't. It's just no. that first level is really all the, it is. The last twenty-five minutes have made me realize it's not what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> that said, I still love it. I do. I and I, I yeah. if 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 that report is true and there really is a new Battletoads game coming out, I'd next be interested year, to see. I'd be yeah. interested. I'm, I'm like, on board for sure. Yeah, and I don't know why, because I know yeah. I'll just get mad at the speed yeah. bikes. But sure. yeah. that's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Battletoads, buddy? No, fuck the speed bikes. Yeah, fuck the speed bikes. <laughs> uh, you know what? I want to play it now just to see. Yeah. Um, Patrick, what would you give Battletoads in Battle Maniacs out of ten? Critically thinking about it, I'd say it's like a, it's like a six point five. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you know what? I love it. I love it. It doesn't stop me from how much I love it, but like I, I can't go in and be like it's a perfect game because going back, it's it really isn't. No, honestly, twenty five minutes ago, I would have given this game a nine. Yeah, when we sat down before we talked about it, yeah, for <laughs> I'll, sure. I'll go seven, as I I love yeah. it, and I I'll always love it. Yeah, I will um, for sure. But it's 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 fucking cheap it's cheap but it's not fair uh perfect dude zits pimple and rash dumb, dumb names thanks yeah. uh thanks for talking battle told yeah, you man. thanks, thanks for ruining part of my childhood yeah. with your critical analysis patrick good job buddy That is going to do it for episode 29, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Patrick, thank you so much for coming over and nerding out with me. I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you've never played a Battletoads game, they're available. I think the original is available on the Rare Replay. Uh, 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 what's the word? A compilation uh, game disc thing. That could start, Adam. Uh, it's available on the Xbox One on Rare Replay. Uh, there's ROMs and stuff available. I don't know. Check it out. It's don't spend a ton of money on them because you'll never beat it, but they're really fun games. They're good beat-em-ups. Um, for Turtle Knockoffs, uh, the Battletoads are pretty rad. Uh, you guys, like I mentioned before, we have a website. If you're interested, you can hit us up at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Find all of our old episodes there. They're searchable. It's easy to work. There's an emailing list so you can sign up for to find out when I post a new blog or a new episode. Find us on your favorite podcast provider or on YouTube. Uh, please throw us a good review. We'd really appreciate it. I'm going to read comments. I'm reading reviews here on the web, on the uh, on the. Uh, Boy, I suck at this. On the podcast every single week. And uh, my goal is to hit 1,000 downloads a month. And we're almost there. I, I can't thank you all enough for all the shares, all the love you guys are throwing my way. Let's keep this thing going and uh, keep on gaming, you guys. My name is Adam Blank. I am going to get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. I'll be back next week with episode 30. I already know which game it's going to be. It's a game a lot of you have probably played. And you're probably going to like the episode. Or maybe you won't. I don't know. 
Um, you can tell by the end of the episode, I'm just rambling, right? I'm going to shut up. I'll play the little Mario world exit and get out of here. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'll talk to you again in seven days. Cheers. (laughs) Thank you.